Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about House of Cards. Hmm. Zoe Saldana. Oh, I was waiting for you to make some sort of noise. After Zoe? I don't know why. <laughs> Jennifer Garner and Megan Trainer. Fun. I wrote Jennifer Lawrence, and but I knew what I meant. Instead of Megan Trainer? Yeah, no, no, no. I just, instead of Jennifer Garner. Anyway, that makes no sense. Um, with me as always <laughs> is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. I'm just going to say right now I got a new Twitter handle, just so you, I, you don't have to say it. At the what end. is it? Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. Can't it just be Adrian J. Gomez? No. Somebody has that already? Yep. Can, we should message them. I, I'll pay it. You want to know, Katie Couric yeah. c- tried to pay the girl who has at Katie mm-hmm. because her show was called Katie. And they tried, I mean, she didn't. Her show tried to pay that girl and the girl wouldn't give it up. For how much you think? I don't know. But they had her on the show. Shut up. So I said, not only did she not do what you wanted her to do. You put her on. Then she probably got 100,000 followers. You gave her a platform. Exactly. That's like Lady Gaga going to her old apartment. <laughs> Saying, hi, this is Lady Gaga. Can we come in? And they said, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> I had a realization today. What? So... That Sorry. was the loudest vibrate I've ever heard. I don't know why my phone just did that. Probably an email. Um, so I thought, to, okay, I always like to say like, you know, people are pretty and skinny, but they have problems too. They do. But today when I was at work and I was seeing all these pretty skinny people who were off on a Sunday just mm. strolling around buying stuff, mm. I think that's not true. Meaning what? They don't have problems too. I can hear my cookies going off in the oven. But yes, they do. I just think that's something ugly, fat people who are poor tell themselves to feel better. Here's the thing. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. More, I would say the 99% of pretty, skinny people who have money have mm-hmm. problems that other people handle. So they don't ever cross their mind. Sometimes I think money is the only real problem in the world. Because money, if you have money, who cares if you have problems, you can solve all of them. Exactly. And it'll be over. Exactly right. Like. That's why people wouldn't say money doesn't buy you happiness. Yes, it does. I don't believe that. It absolutely does. Oprah said that a million times and every time I want to spit on her. I'm like, oh yeah? Yeah. Well, tell that to your 6,000 acres. I grew up on a quarter of an acre. I grew up. Which Sydney looked up on Google Uh Earth, you can see in the window. I do not like that. (laughs) You can also see my old truck if you want to see. But here's the thing: you grew up on a quarter of an acre. I grew up in an apartment building. Mm -hmm. We're happy as can be. I know, but still. Okay, let's move on. So this week was the fourth. They released the fourth season of House of Mm. Cards. I like this because this is something I can talk about, and you don't know. I was telling Patrick earlier. I said, Adrian, better be ready to talk because I don't know nothing about it. (laughs) I love it. It's so good. This season is super political. More so than the other seasons, I think. So they're talking about like super PACs and the Democratic National Convention. Do you think that is on purpose because we're in an election year? I think so. They tied a lot of similar aspects of politics into the last season and I think the season before that. and But more so than ever in this one. Absolutely. It's really, really good. You think it's the best season? Yes. Wow. There's something about the way that they're tying in i don't want to spoil but obviously a lot of crazy things happen and they're now kind of bringing it up again which is interesting because you didn't really know how it was going to play out and there were some characters who kind of disappeared and 
didn't ever kind of exist again. And now all of a sudden, because other things are happening, these minor characters from the beginning are now popping up. Like, for instance, the main opponent to Frank Underwood this season is a guy that you just see him shaking hands with in the first episode at, like, a New Year's party. And then they bring... So how do you remember him? Because there's a scene at the... Well, the the scene that uh, kind of establishes the show, I think they're at a New Year's party. Mm -hmm. And... The new guy, the opponent, the Republican opponent, has this website where he basically like posts his life on, and that's what the contrast to Frank Underwood is: is that the new guy is very like social media friendly and like posts his entire life. So he has this website where he uploads videos, and one of the videos Robin Wright was looking for the website was from that New Year's party, oh. and they're like talking and commingling, and you think, oh my god, this happened in the first episode. Now, we do didn't you even think know. that they plotted that years and years? That's ago? what I don't know. I or told do you think Patrick that the producers just went back and said, "Let's no find idea. this guy." No idea. But when that moment happened, Patrick and I, our mouths dropping, we're like that, ha- like that existed in some weird plane of that show of that storyline. Can I make an off a uh, completely random sure. comment? Did you ever watch the Sex and the City movie? Duh. The first one? Yeah. I but cried you haven't watched so Sex and the City hard. all the way through. No, but I've okay. seen a lot of it. Uh in the show yeah. they have a conversation about uh sex that from the booty. Yeah. Booty sex. And they they there's a cab driver and he turns around and like makes a face at them. Oh, correct. Yeah. And they they're like, turn around, yeah. focus. Yeah. And in the movie they have that same cab driver. And I think that I wonder what he thought when he got that call. Crazy. Because he was an extra. Exactly. And now he's in the movie again. Now he's in the movie as like a character who went full circle. Just like Brady is the same baby. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Sorry, I didn't know that was random. But um, do you love Kevin Spacey? Yes. Did you prior to this? I don't think I'd ever seen him in anything. you ever seen American Beauty? No. You still haven't? Mm-mm. It's good. We have to fix that. Uh, it's okay, but it's definitely worth watching. You don't think you'll ever watch House of Cards? I watched the first three to four episodes. I don't like things where the guy is just bad to be bad. There's not a reason. Well, there is. Or like, there's show. not a greater... I don't know. In the first episode, few episodes I saw, it was just like... It's sort of like Breaking Bad, mm. where it was like, let's just make him a douche because we know the internet will root for that. Yeah. That's sort of how House Cards feels to me. But also, I do not like Robin Wright because to me, she is like watching a grape turn into a raisin. <laughs> it's like... Boring and slow. Just like, I know I just, She's fantastic. And this season, there's Cicely Strong... Ellen Burstyn, they play... Cicely Tyson. Cicely, who did I say? Cicely Strong, like Cecily Strong, the girl from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, right. Animal. Cecily Tyson, uh, <laughs> Ellen Burstyn. Robin Wright is really, really good this time around. Um, Ellen Burstyn is fantastic. She plays Robin Wright's mom. There's some good acting. Fantastic. And the thing is, Frank is bad to further his career. And I also think, like, does the president watch it in real life, do you think? He says he's watched House of Cards. And I've also heard he watches Scandal. And I think, do you think he's just saying that because there are shows about the White House? I don't Maybe. think he watches anything. Independence Day? Stop. Okay, so next we're going to talk about Zoe Saldana. So she's in a movie that is a biopic of Nina Simone, the singer. You say biopic, too? Instead of biopic? Yeah. I think it's biopic. I think that's the right way to pronounce it. I think either way, who cares? I've said biopic in my life before. I always grill Patrick about it. Um, so, anyway, so it, years ago she was cast yeah. in the role and got a lot of internet heat because she's a light-skinned black woman who is very pretty and like very yeah. has very uh, like 
feminine slim features and nina simone was not that yeah and um but not full black right to uh i'm i'm not sure her ethnicity they say afro something okay so i think she's like some latin okay i think that also tied into it so then she uh like like a year or so ago tmz leaked a photo of her on set where they had painted her face given her black face in quotes yeah so then now the trailer came out first of all if you watch the trailer, it looks awful. That's the first thing. The movie doesn't look good. It looks very straight to DVD. Yeah. Um, but, so she got a lot of heat for basically putting on blackface. And wearing a fake nose and all that kind of stuff. When Thoughts. the, al- what's the ulterior option, the, the alternative Cast option? Cast somebody who looks more like Nina Simone. And then just have a movie that's still equally as bad. Exactly. Well, nobody's seen the movie, so they can't comment on how good or bad the movie is. And so Nina Simone's family told her to keep Nina Simone's name out of her mouth, that they Uh don't want her to even mention her or the movie, blah, blah, blah. The bad news for Zoe Saldana is her career is already in sort of a weird place. So I think this isn't going to help her in any way, whereas if people were in support of it, it could have really been a big movie for her. You think her career's in a weird place? What movies has she been in? Guardians of the Galaxy, Avatar she's going to be in. Yeah. No, I mean, she's going to work, but it's like, eh. Is she... Uh, I always think she's like an Eva Mendes. She's a pretty girl who will always be on the cover of, like, Marie Claire. But, like, <laughs> name the last thing you really enjoyed her in. I can't. Crossroads. Star Trek. Um, yeah, Star Trek. She's in for, like, eight minutes. Those movies suck. Um, but, so anyway, here's my thought. Tell me the difference in her putting on a darker makeup yeah. to look a different shade of black than a white man putting on tan makeup to make himself tan instead of pale. There isn't, but I think that's the problem. I think people always say that nobody ever talks about how white people who put bronzer on are trying to look darker mm-hmm. because that is the look that they want to go for. Mm-hmm. Um I think that is very, very much uh, a hot topic amongst those types of communities, mm-hmm. especially when people are now very much about kind of claiming their ethnicity and stuff. They always say white people want to look. That's why they put the lip injections. And that's yeah. what they want to have those ethnic features. But it's like there to me, like her, she is a black woman. Yeah. You can't deny her of that. Mm-mm. And her putting on a makeup to like a darker shade of black makeup or brown makeup to look like Nina Simone. She is playing a very like... Like, everybody in the world can knows what Nina Simone looks like. I didn't before. You know what I mean, though? Yes. But, like, she's very Googleable. Yes, exactly. So they're trying to make her look like Nina Simone. The pictures that they've shown were the side-by-sides. Like, they copied wardrobe, hair, every single... Like, they tried to make her look identical. But she looks more like Eddie Murphy from Dreamgirls. I know. <laughs> That's just unfortunate, I think, more than anything. But, like... Like, literally. You know what I mean? It's like, eh, I just don't get it. I'm like, I yes, I do think there may have been better casting choices, yeah. but I don't think there should be this much of an uproar. It's just she's an actress great. playing somebody exactly, and all I think is it's who she is. If Viola Davis mm. did this identical thing, no one would be saying anything. Yeah, and I know I use her as an example a lot. Yeah, but she is a good example. Absolutely, because people just don't take Zoe Saldana because she's very pretty and like a girly girl, and yeah. like a celebrity, yeah. and she's like you know not like a serious actress, right? Exactly. So it's like. Eh, I don't know. I just think, like, leave her alone. She had good intentions. She's trying to tell a story of somebody who is not necessarily the most, like, talked about 
person, person that has ever. passed. Exactly. Let's be real. Absolutely. That documentary was the most attention Nina Simone has gotten in years. Yeah. Name a Nina Simone song. I can't. Exactly. What is one? I don't know. I watched the whole show. She sang, uh, Here Comes the Sun, da-na-na-na. So did the Beatles, but she also sang it. But if you heard, she has a lot, she sang Strange Fruit, I think. Which oh. is also a good song. She's had some hits. Um, next we're going to talk about Jennifer Garner. Yes. Jennifer Garner's on the cover of Vanity Fair. and A she, few weeks ago, though. A few weeks ago, but last week we talked about the Oscars. Okay, that's fair. It's still the month. Don't shade our podcast mid-podcast. Um, so she basically talks about Ben Affleck, her yeah. ex-husband, yeah. and how she just honestly lays it all out. Exactly. What it was like to be married to a movie star. Yeah. What it was like to try to divorce herself from him. Mm-hmm. The nanny scandal where we thought he was having an affair, and yep. she said basically that's not true. Yeah, it just—I think the most important thing about it is that we never hear a celebrity speak that candidly. No, I don't. I mean, that's absolutely true. Especially as her, she's like an A-list celebrity. Oh, for sure. And so has Ben Affleck. Yeah. So, and you know, all these like mega couples, we always hear like you know their little anecdotes that they say like brad and angelina will say like a sentence yeah. about each other but we don't ever hear anything about their real life so it was so interesting to me to hear her just basically say it sucked being married to somebody who sort of bought into their own fame exactly and you know you become a byproduct of like their celebrity that's crazy i always have like respected her for the fact that she's decided to be a mom yeah more so than a movie star yeah and she realized that he didn't want to do that exactly so she did you know she took the back burner and i was have like even before all this i always saw that so interesting of her that like she just wants to like be a mom did you see i don't know if you watched it with me that episode of barefoot contessa with her on Mm -mm. it that was fascinating. Actually, I think I did watch some of it. There was something so normal about her that Wait, I didn't yeah, think did. existed. Yeah. And I think that that spoke a lot to me. That spoke volumes. Yeah. So her saying all this stuff and how she refuses to be the ashes, you know, of yeah. a failed relationship. Obsessed. I love her. Also, 13 Going on 30 is the best movie of all time. She looked so good at the Oscars, even though my mom did not agree. Why was she there? Because um, she's Jennifer Garner. She was a presenter. <laughs> oh, she... What did she... I don't remember, but I kind of vaguely remember her there. Um, but she, yeah. First of all, her movie looks terrible. What's it called? Miracles from Heaven. My mom said she can't wait. Love it, Darlene. You'll be the one movie goer. Did you see Guys for Real? No. Or Heaven is for Real? No. It wasn't very good, but Margot Martindale is in it, and I love her. And she's going to be in Mother's Day. She's going to be in Mother's Day with Julia Roberts with that weird haircut. Um, That's but the- anyway, I just think Good for you, Jennifer Garner. And I would love her to be in a good movie. She will. Movie. She'll win an Oscar one day. Oh, yeah. I, I could see that. Absolutely. Oh, she'll do a movie like Cake or like something where she's like depressed, like suffers from depression or like something like that with yeah. no makeup. Yeah. And we'll all be like, oh, she's such an actress. I mean, she is. She's incredible. Absolutely. Juno. Oh, yeah. She should have been nominated or she should have won. In Juno when she's in the mall. Yeah. I could kill myself. Um, next, we're going to talk about Megan Trainer. Uh, yeah. Megan Trainer is back. First of all, my favorite thing is her last single uh-huh. was like number 10 last week or like 12. Are you kidding? Week. No. So she took no break between CDs. Her new song is called No. It's pretty terrible. But it's also great. First of all, you said it was great literally every time we listened to it. But it's bad. I told you this it's is like the worst a good, song of all time. It's a bad song. 
All pop music is kind of bad. Also, remember when we were in the magazine store or wherever and you thought Kelly Osbourne was Megan Trainer? That looks just like Megan Trainer. They're interchangeable. Maybe it's just because they have round faces. And so is Katy Perry and John Bonnet Ramsey. That's her. <laughs> um, so anyway, the interesting thing about it is, which this story happens all the time. Sarah Burrell says the exact same story. Oh, about L.A. L.A. Reed, Reed yeah. discovered Megan Trainer. Yeah. She played for him via Skype on a banjo or a ukulele, all about that bass, and he signed her through Skype. Can you imagine? Um, and so, anyway, she has a song. So she took her whole CD, which comes out. It's called Thank You, and it comes out soon ish. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. she took it into listen for to play it for him, and he said there wasn't a hit, a single on the entire album, and that he was very disappointed in her. And so she left. She apparently like had an emotional breakdown and wrote this song, and that's her single. And now where's the rest of the album? Well, she changed like half the CD, apparently. It was supposed to already be out, her CD, which is crazy to me because her last CD just came out in January last year. So I'm like, what do you mean it's already supposed to have been out? She's crazy. Also, I she's like, like 20 Trainor. years old. She, her, when I was listening to this song, her and Tori Kelly have very similar voices. It's just Megan Trainer has a lot more like things she adds on to it, like little like tricks. I'm yeah. using air quotes for like little things she does. They're kind of annoying. Whereas Tori Kelly just like lets it flow out. I know what you mean. But they, I mean, Megan Trainer is talented. Like, oh, for no sure, denying. absolutely. But I don't like her. That's the problem. I don't know why you don't like if her. If I can't be behind you, I will never like your products, ever. That's how I feel about Miley Cyrus. Like, I like, of course, I like, I can't like a wrecking yeah. ball. Yeah, But it doesn't matter. Like, I literally could light her on fire. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you like Megan Trainer? First of all, she puts on this fake, like, manufactured black, in air quotes, voice that mm-hmm. she thinks exists mm-hmm. in some weird world. She pretends to be somebody she isn't, which I hate. And she's stupid. <laughs> that was the fakest laugh ever. Do your fake laugh. I can't. Yes, I'm you can. Just do it. Okay. Over. That was the worst. That wasn't fake good. Laugh. I'm not I don't like being on the spot. Well, now everybody knows that both your real laugh and your fake laugh sound the same. I'm a good fake laugher. I'm an actor. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> That's going to be your sag Megan thing. Tra- <laughs> I'm a good fake laugher. I'm Curry Terrell, and I'm an actor. Um, your song of the week. Mine is Megan Trainer. No. I think it's so cute, and I think it's so sweet, how you let your friends encourage you to try and talk to me, but let me stop you there. Oh, before you speak. I'm to the, I'm to the, no, no, no. My name is no. My sign is no. My number is no. Mm. You need to let it go. Mm. You need to let it go. Mm. Need to let it go. I'm to the, I'm to the, no, no, no. My name is no. My sign is no. My number is no. You need to let it go. You need to let it go. Need to let it go. I'm to the, I'm to the, no, no, no. First you gonna say, you ain't running game Thinking I believe in every word Call me beautiful, so original Telling me I'm not like other girls I was in my zone, before you came along Now I'm thinking maybe you should go Blah, blah, blah I be like, nah, ta-da, ah, ta-da, no, no, 
said the other day you had tears in your eyes weeping and having tears in my eyes are two different things it's a good song i love it everybody should watch my video that i made okay so this week you're looking forward to first of all i don't know if i told everybody i got a promotion adrian got promoted at apple now he's a creative i'm a creative so i'm gonna be doing training in the store that's something i'm looking forward to also american idol Yes. You're going this week or next week? Next week. Um, I have two. What? First of all, Cloverfield. Oh my god. Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. We just watched the original Cloverfield in uh, anticipation and preparation. And it was a good time. And it is still a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, my other one is Ariana Grande has a new song. Oh, where you said nobody can understand what she says. And apparently nobody can understand what she's saying. But after hearing Focus and how much of a debacle that was... Yeah. I'm excited to see what their answer to that is. Right. Because she's the same way she was already supposed to have a CD out by now. There you go. So, and they apparently scrapped like her entire CD, which is Nuts. so crazy to me. Love it. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. 
Mine is Conor McGregor. Love. Oh, first of all, I'm obsessed with him. But how can you talk that much smack and get your butt whooped in a ring? He got famous from smack talking. I know. But still, there's... I was looking... There are like a hundred compilations of him yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Just of every press conference. He won't do anything without picking on people. Like even his photo shoots, he's standing there like bugging the other guy. When they're supposed to be like standing there like pose, he's like thumping them or like yelling at them. And which like, I love. Nuts. Which I love. He's but, a genius. But you look like a fool. Just like got, Ronda Rousey. Oh, I know. You remember she was, she like tried punching the girl in there. Face to face, Holly Holm, who also lost last night, mm. and she lost. Ronda Rousey lost, and she was undefeated. Nobody had ever beaten her ever, and then she lost. So dumb, nuts. Same with this guy. I mean, I think he's lost before, but he's the stamina and but all. He that got kind of millions stuff. to lose for sure. Who cares? Um, my Gooper of the week is everyone involved in them rebooting Charmed because. Charmed was a show that didn't need to exist to begin with, and the fact that there's enough interest to bring it back really, really worries me. I mean, Full House. I've watched more episodes, and I think the problem is, whereas I said before, I I thought the problem was Candace Cameron, I think the problem is the children. Really? I think the focus is just wrong, is off. Because the point of the show is... I mean, like, I don't know. It just, even, like I said, they made the show to be in the same tone as the old one. Yes. And I can appreciate that because it was aimed towards families. Yeah. But the difference between those ABC shows, like TGIF shows, and the Disney Channel is it's not goofy. Yeah. Whereas it, it's, it can still be silly and fun, but, like, the dialogue is, like, very dumb. The plot lines are, like, very, like, the boy, the half the episode was about him getting a puppy and, like, he rubbed baloney on his face. And I'm like, <laughs> Full House, DJ and Steph, oh, they had like real, God. like normal issues. Like DJ had like weight issues and thought nobody liked her. And like, Baloney? Yeah, so the dogs would like lick his face. I, I can't. And you wanted to but come Steph, back. But Stephanie had such a good plot line. So I thought, oh God, I don't even know how to feel for this. But I love it, of course. I love seeing them all together. I'm rooting for it. I'm glad it's coming back already. I'm going to rub bologna all over your face. Ew, don't. I hit you with turkey though one time, remember? I do remember. That was weird. Okay, so that's our podcast for this week. If you want to hear us outside this podcast, you can follow us. You can follow us or follow us. And also, how are they going to hear us outside of this podcast? If you'd like to keep up with us outside this podcast, you can follow us on youtube.com slash tallpallpictures. You can find us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry and on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at yo Adrian J. Gomez. That's Y-O Adrian J. Gomez. Yeah. Have a great week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.